Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun, the Christmas party edition in 2018. I'm so glad you're here with us. My name is Annie F. Downs. I am your hostess, and I am here to walk you around the party, introduce you to my friends, and make you feel right at home. The music in the background who's playing for us at this year's Christmas party is my buddy, Mr. Dave Barnes. You can check out his Christmas album, December to Remember. It's my favorite. Make sure you grab one. We like to do this show every year, meaning last year and this year, where I bring some real experts on to talk about Hallmark Christmas movies. And that is the case today. My two of my dearest friends, Jamie and Jen, are on the show to talk about their favorite Hallmark Christmas movies. We also get to sit down and chat with Candace Cameron Bure, who is a star in many rights, but is an author, as a speaker, as an actress, also well known for her Hallmark Christmas movies. This year, she had a new one come out called A Shoe Addict's Christmas that we are going to talk about. And also, and also you guys, my buddy Drew, he popped in while Jen and Jamie and I were recording and we challenged him and you're going to hear the challenge. And so the beginning of the show, you're going to hear the challenge at the end of the show, you're going to hear how he did. So that is a lot for you today. Settle in. I hope you enjoy this conversation about Hallmark movies with Jamie and Jen. Okay. You met Dolly Parton? I did. I worked at the um, basketball arena slash where all the events were at Belmont when I was in sure, college. Sure. But I continued to work there about six months after because they were really kind and I had no job. And uh, she was rehearsing for one of her tours there. And so I was oh, just wow. like supposed to be on staff and like make sure that the craft service table had food. And she had this scrim, which I don't know what that means. So a scrim is like... Um, it's not like a curtain, but it's kind of like the thin, big curtain-like thing that you'll have at the back of the stage or in front of the stage. Sometimes it'll like fall. Oh yeah, like it, if it has the band. Like when name you watch, anytime you watch a Taylor Swift show, I'm sure some uh, some sort of scrim falls yes, from the okay. sky. So okay. she had one of those, but she didn't have her crew on staff while she was rehearsing, so they dropped it, and then they didn't have a way to like pick it up. How embarrassing! So then they called me into the room <laughs> to like help be one of the people to carry this because you know it's like giant and you need like seven mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. And Dolly walked up to me and told me thank you. Oh my gosh. And and my grandfather grew up like a town over from where she grew up. And yeah. So I was like, my grandfather loved you. All he wanted to do was work at Dollywood when he retired. Because oh. he had worked for Disneyland his whole life. So right. that was going to be his goal was to retire and move back to Tennessee. I mean, Dollywood's pretty great. Yeah, it is. But he, pa- he passed away like three or four years after he retired. So he never made it back there. But I got to meet her. That's wow. awesome. I was like, well, I just paid a lot more money than I've ever had for a college degree. But I met Dolly Parton. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Belmont. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Um, ladies, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having Thank us you. again. This is just really, uh, it's a crowd pleaser. This one's a real crowd I feel like pleaser. my 2018 has been defined for uh, being on the Annie F. Downs That Sounds Fun podcast. Oh, really? Do people as, say stuff to you? As a Hallmark uh, person. Expert? Uh, a Hallmark person. Yeah, also just a dumb person who says things before <laughs> she <laughs> thinks about them. That's not Which you. Which was my, always been my brand, but now I'm just a little more known for it. Yeah, there you go. Um, will you say your names again just so people know what voice they're listening to? I'm Jamie Crockett. I'm Jen Colquitt. Okay. Well, I mean, y'all can say last names. That's fine. That's either way. Either way. I mean, you tagged <laughs> us on Twitter last time, so yeah, I feel like... Yeah, that's true. We'll do the same again. I mean, last year, I just will never forget our faces when Alicia Witt actually showed up to be on the podcast. <laughs> She asked us about paint colors. Oh my gosh, that's that not how I thought a Wednesday night I was really going to go. I wonder if she painted her room orange. Did she ever follow should, up with I you? Should fo- no, I need to follow up with her and ask her if she ever painted her room or which orange she picked. Yeah, if y'all okay, so let's just dive in. Have, did y'all watch her new one? 
Yes, I watched it yesterday. This is kind of embarrassing, but I think I watched five. Yes, I watched what makes you the. Expert. I watched three yesterday because I felt so out of the loop. Because and you I'd knew today gone. was coming. Yeah, yeah, because I was gone all last week when they aired one every night. Where did you go for Thanksgiving? Um, I went to the uh, country of Iceland. Just alone, just a lone Icelandic woman. If you can't be home with your family, you might as be home with your Scandinavians, which yeah. <laughs> I mostly am. <laughs> That's amazing. So I celebrated Thanksgiving with lamb soup and macaroons. Wow. I'm dying to go to Iceland. I mean, I it know. is, anyone listening, go to Iceland. It is an amazing Wait, let's country. let's just like go. Like, I'm, I want to go back when it's green again. So let's go okay. in the spring. Yeah, apparently fall. like May is the best time to go because it's pre-high season. So everything's mm-hmm. cheap, but it's warmer. Okay. They also, I mean, it kind of depends. Like November is supposed to be the best month for the Northern Lights, but it was, I mean, I literally saw the Northern Lights. We were done for the night on the last night of my thing. The tour ended. They were like, sorry, it's been cloudy all week. We were driving in a van back to the city and in front of us, the lights just popped out of nowhere. Oh. And I have, ne- I have never... Um, it was a remember God moment for yeah, sure. Because really. that was like the whole reason I wanted to go. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'm not going to see him, but you know, like you can't plan on it. It's right. a yeah. natural phenomenon. Right. And they just like dance. I mean, like when you see the little green stuff dancing in the Frozen movie, that is what it's like in real life. Really? Wow. It's beautiful. Yeah. It was really special. Did you make friends? I did. Like friends that you're like, I mean, you're probably still texting now, but in like 2019, will you still be friends? I don't know. I don't know. But I'd follow each other on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, social media friends. I don't know if it'll be like real life friends, but yeah, yeah. I made some friends. It was. It sounds like it was a great trip. We'll it was have to really do it sometime. fun. It's okay. an amazing country. It's beautiful. The people are so kind. It's really easy to get around. It was awesome. Okay. I mean, like every place in America where you'd be like, oh, this place has waterfalls and this place has volcanoes and this place has beaches. All of those things are in one country. Wow. Okay. I have a friend named Gudrun who lives there. I've known her my whole life. I've always wanted to go visit. Sounds go like visit. we're going I'll come after with you we to watch. Visit. Yeah, after Are we, we going to record a podcast in Iceland? Yes, 100% when we okay, go to Iceland, great. we're recording a podcast. Okay. Let's dive in to what we're really here today about Hallmark movies. Because we need to talk about... Now, listen, here's the difference between... Y'all both got your phones because you are ready, which I respect now, so gonna much. I was going to look at the app because that's how I'm going to remember exactly. the Let's, names of things. Yes. Tell me how you're feeling about the app. The app is... I like it. It is making me watch the Hallmark movies and mystery movies, which I typically are not my favorite, just because I have a checklist and I want to check them off. <laughs> so to whoever at Hallmark came up with this, you're Honestly, forcing me to I watch. I was like, but I have to watch it because yeah. I have to check that I've There's seen it. Yeah. 15 more movies that I would probably not have watched that I'm now having to watch this year. Oh, wow. Okay. I've watched seven of them. So now, far. the difference this year from when we were all together last year is this year there's like multiple Hallmark movie podcasts that exist. So we're probably not the experts anymore. I'm sorry to tell you. We're the experts to our friends who are listening. But to anyone who's listening, who where this what's that guy podcast called? Oh gosh. Hold Have on. you seen that one, Jen? It's I mean, three I dudes. heard y'all talking about it, but I haven't listened. Yeah. And then the bubbly stuff. But are they the really like experts or are they just giving their opinion on this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, it's just, you're right. We are the experts. You're we right. were first. You're right, for sure. We were blaze, we were trailblazing <laughs> last year. But the bubbly stuff was so fun. I was on their show and we ta- I talked about a God wink Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it, they were so fun. And they but they've been doing a show. You Jamie, you'll die about this. I mean, we finished recording at 1030 Central. They're in New York. So 1130 Eastern. They still had one more to go because they're releasing it as the movies release. And then they had to edit it that night 
get the shows ready, upload them. And it was ready to go when I woke up at 6 a.m. I mean, they're newscasters. That's essentially yeah, what it is. They are. Those two women are busting their little Christmas tail feathers. What they're are they doing every movie? Every new movie. What do releases. they do not Christmas season? Because they're do actresses. They just, okay. So I don't know what else they do, but they're actresses. That's great. Do they do all the movies, though, like the rest of the year when they I don't know. I don't think so. Um, the Guy podcast is called Deck the Hallmark. Yeah, and I haven't listened to that one yet, but people keep tagging me in it. Yeah, I only listened to one episode because I liked the guy they had on it. Yeah, and you and you found him to be funny, and you found the show to be funny. Yes, I did. Okay. I mean, I just think it's interesting to hear. I mean, I would the male venture, yeah, <laughs> venture to say that most 95% of my conversations about Hallmark are with females. So Yeah, 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 yeah. Just for some male perspective, I think was a unique. So it's just interesting to me that in a year, this has become, this has doubled down phenomenon-wise even, it feels like to me. And I feel like more, like Netflix yeah, I was gonna say there's more, more Christmas movies. Like more people are copying the Hallmark movie. Yes. Like I read an article about 52 movies that were coming out and only like 20 of those were Hallmark. So it's like, other networks are gathering uh -huh. the intel that like this is a have y'all watched business model. the princess switch yet yes. yes i watched it same, on the plane same me too wait y'all did y'all got to watch it on plane okay netflix? netflix now you can download you can some download. movies on the app oh, if it's a netflix that. original you can download it to your app and so i like i downloaded a show and a couple movies to my ipad yeah, i did the princess switch and then did you watch the calendar one because i didn't get to no, that one what was it i watched but i know it's it's terrible. i don't remember the name is of it the i watched princess the second switch one christmas though yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they go buy gifts for the children. Overall, your thoughts on A Princess Switch? I liked it. I thought it was cute. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was like everything you love about the parent trap when you're like nine. Uh-huh. Meet with everything you love about Hallmark Christmas movies. All right. With like Princess Diaries. Yeah. 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 And Sam Palladino. Palladino, is that his name? Sam yeah. that was From on Nashville. Palladio? Yeah, there you go. That was on Nashville. Yeah. Also, I'm just really into Vanessa Hudgens' haircut because it's kind of like mine. It is like your haircut. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. it all off. Yeah. So. I am so impressed. You know what made it like Parent Trap is that she runs an, an American accent and an English accent. <laughs> like, how did you keep that straight when you're supposed to be who? Because it's sorry to burst everybody's bubble. It's actually one princess. There's not a switch. <laughs> it's Vanessa Hudgens. She does not have a twin. I mean, you know, they, maybe they should start like a group like Lindsay Lohan and her and... Haley Mills, all those about that. Haley Mills, yeah, is like, Haley Mills still alive? Yeah, I think so. Let's get Haley Mills on the pot. I, oh. the very first musical I ever saw was because Haley Mills was in it, and it was The King and I, and it was touring like in the mid '90s, and I went because I loved Pollyanna, uh -huh. and I loved Parent Trap, and I loved uh, the beginnings of Say by the Bell, in which she plays yeah, Miss, she was the Miss Bliss teacher. Yes, she is for sure still alive. Yeah, we she's are hundred percent getting her. She's only in her seven. She's yeah. like a young seventy. Okay, we gotta get. Haley Mills on the podcast. I mean, like her and Julie Andrews are like the national treasures uh -huh, in my heart uh -huh, of that type. Uh huh. Like grew up on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Pollyanna. That one mattered to me. I love that film. Okay, what? Tell me what you're feeling so far with Hallmark season. Now, on this same episode, to tell everyone the tricks of the trade, we're recording this before I go to LA. In LA, I'm recording with Candace about, and that will be on this episode coming up right after you and I talk. Yeah. So when this comes out, there'll be a lot more movies than. Then we've seen a week yeah. more of movies than we've seen so far. Okay. But so far there have been 12. And how many do we have to expect total from Hallmark? Oh, total from Hallmark? 37. It's 37. Oh, so total so far has been 19. Between Hallmark and Hallmark. Um, Which I will say, well, it didn't come out this year, but one of the best ones I watched this year was on Movies and Mysteries. And I was like, you've got me, Which new one? channel. Um, it was called A God Wink Christmas. I Duh. liked God Wink. I did too. I, liked I didn't it get too. to see it. The veterans Christmas made me cry, but anything military will make me cry. <laughs> really, if we're being honest. 
<laughs> the Veterans Christmas. A Veterans Christmas. A Veterans. And that's movies and mysteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Candace does a lot of the commercials on movies and mysteries. Apparently, there's a Hallmark radio station, too, on Sirius. Yeah, my sister-in-law posted about it on our family photo stream. Who, but I, oh, my, I I have it my saved car in my is not car. current enough to have that. Do you, so. you have movies and mysteries? I mean, sorry, Hallmark Radio? Uh-huh. I mean, it's just Christmas songs, and then, like, the host will be... Um, Candace and I think they'll have Lori Lachlan and they'll have different people that are in the movies be guest hosts for segments. Of- Let's talk about the truth of the one we didn't like so far. The one, the one with Daniel Lissing. I know. I wanted Daniel to. Lissing. I, I love you so much, but I just was, loves you. I was pretty whelmed. I mean, I wasn't completely <laughs> underwhelmed, but I was just whelmed. And I was whelmed. She, uh, I'm like, Brooke was in my favorite one of my favorite movies oh, from yeah, last with year the Christmas Miss Christmas. Tree. Yes. I think I had really high expectations with for this the Christmas one. tree. That was the most vague description. Right, ever. right. The so one sorry. with Santa? No. I Miss know. Christmas. This one it did what say what this one was called? Christmas in Love. Yeah, I I thought it had all the right ingredients to be perfect and I just was I was whelmed as well. You're right, Jamie. That's a great way to put it. I wasn't I wasn't totally underwhelmed. I didn't yeah. dislike yeah. it, but I was not overwhelmed. Yeah, and I, was I loved last year the what's it called? The it's not Snow Bride's all that's coming to mind. But that's your favorite. The one that he did last year, where he's he with the decorator the, with the tour of homes and the decorator. Yeah, I can't remember what that one's called. Hold on, a December Bride. Oh yeah, yes. December Bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one that I watched, um, that was old, but it was on Movies and Mysteries. Is called Hearts of Christmas, Hearts and it's got Christmas. M- Emily Ullerup. I don't know how to say her last name. Okay. She's on um Chesapeake Shores. Oh, oh yeah. listen, the, the dude from Chesapeake Shores was on one I just watched, and I loved it. The, the um, Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe. That one was good. Loved That's it. Okay, so which girl is she from Chesapeake Shores? She's the Shore. blonde who owns the bookstore in Chesapeake oh, Shores. Oh, sure, the sister. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so yeah. it was the two of them, and it was um, the guy had to come into a company. He was like a CFO and had to fire people at Christmas time. Oh. And then they, you know, he falls in love with the company, Surprising. falls in love with her, and, yeah. you know. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They I, end up at the end together. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Super spoiler alert. Shocking everyone. In fact, I'm going to text our friend Drew, who works down the hall for me. And um, he had some strong thoughts. Yeah. 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 We're going to text him and see if he can. Um, have you guys, did you guys see the one with Candace Cameron? Yes. Beret, last last night? night? Yeah. I liked it. I loved and it. And I really liked the like meaning of it. I was going to say it had a lot of depths. There's a part, Gene Smart's also in it from Designing Women. Thank uh-huh. you very much. The premise is that uh, she has like a fairy godmother come to her, but gives her shoes. And when she puts on the shoes, it takes her back in time to a memory to see like for her to like change her life to get back on track. Mm. Not that she's like bad, but it's just like so the so the the crux of it is when they're sitting um, the fairy fairy godmother, I don't really know what to call her and Candace are sitting there. They She talks about how God sends you slays. Like, so she tells a story of this guy who was in the snow and was stuck and was like, yeah. God, rescue me. And a sleigh comes by and says, hey, sir, would you like help? And he's like, no, God's going to rescue me. And then another sleigh comes by an hour later and he's like, no, God's going to rescue me. And so the guy doesn't end up make it. He dies in the snow. And when he gets to heaven, he says, God, why didn't you rescue me? And the and God says, I sent you three sleighs. <laughs> and so the, so the like piece of it is that like God sends you sleighs. You just have to uh-huh. see those moments. Got and it, it was really, really sweet. I really liked it. Okay. What would you like me to ask her when I talk to Candace? I'll tell you my number one question is, are y'all required now to tweet and share when the movie releases? And also, they all do they all really know each other? Like, are all those girls friends? Because they all support each other's movies, or is it just they're supporting Hallmark? Right. 
Yeah, because like, like, I follow all a lot of those girls are always filming. They can't ever be around each other. Right. They're never because on the movies together. Movie. No. But they seem, they act like they're friends. Right. I don't know. I can't know. I can't know. I know. Okay, so ask her that. Do you have anything else you want me to particularly ask her about A Shoe Addict's Christmas? I will have watched it. I didn't get to watch it last night because I had a birthday party, but I will have watched it by the time I see I her. I did watch her Insta stories last night, and she kind of like talked, answered a lot of questions. She did. Like oh. a lot of the shoes were her own. Re- yeah, I saw. I remember when she her. packed. Yeah. She packed and brought them with her. Um, I'm really curious with as involved in Hallmark as she is, like, is she writing? Not writing, but is she offering storyline concepts? Because it sounded like she was pretty involved in yeah. the, getting this one made. And I don't oh, know if it was okay. like from conception or right. she just read the script and really liked it. Okay. You know, I mean, I know you get to pick your scripts, but like with all these Hallmark people, they are all in like, are they just assigned a role? Right. You know, because it's like once you're in Hallmark, you're in. I mean, yeah, they are. Oh, it feels like there's club. like a very, like, there's a set formula. And yeah, yeah. Just... And if you're in Wind Calls the Heart or you're in Chesapeake Shores, we will see you at Christmas because you are going to. That's what I loved about uh, Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoes. I was like, oh, that's the oldest brother from <laughs> <laughs> Chesapeake Shores. Yeah, it, that one, I did notice we, there's already been two this season that are Jane Austen. That are Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'm curious, like, if there's some market research. This is so nerdy. If there's go, go. market research of people who like well, I mean, our Jane age Austen group and Pride and Prejudice. A big Pride and Prejudice. Um, I but also Hallmark. You yeah, know, like, same, there has same. to be some sort of crossover in the humans that, like, Jane Austen books and, like, fair, Hallmark. A fair <laughs> guess. Yeah, it's got to be. Oh, the door just opened and closed. Because we were just discussing Mr. Drew Powell, at Drew Powell on everything. Drew, just speaking like to Jen's... No, of course you are. Hello, testing, one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, you can't hear yourself, but I can hear you. Drew, we were just discussing that we don't often get the male perspective on Hallmark movies, oh but you God. were saying earlier... I love them. <laughs> they are... <laughs> The acting is incredible. Okay. You the under, plot line hey, you are is, under oath right now, Drew, so I'm going to need the you They're the worst. To- I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I was just talking to Mike Grayson, and we said, do they intentionally... Our people love Mike Grayson, so you better be careful before you throw him Well, under they're the not going to love him after this, because would they intentionally make the actors bad? Like, they set out... <laughs> they set, they make terrible. the actors bad. And the plot line is the same in every single movie. Give us an outline of a plot. What is the so Hallmark... My- <laughs> Plot line. In my honest truth, it's how close does this thing have to be? Yeah, that's right. There? Yeah, right where it makes your back hurt yeah, incredibly ho- bad to hard. bend over. <laughs> Here, Hi, I'm Drew. Sorry, that's Jen. <laughs> <laughs> and I just drink coffee and bring it all over you. Um, so here's the honest truth. Okay, here's that. I don't know that I've seen one fully all the way through. So maybe Ooh. I should before I. Well, sure. Okay, that's a bold statement to say they're terrible and you've never because watched. Because I an can't make one. it through it. I start them and I, you just can't. Like it's going to be a small town. Just it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a small town. Keep going. What else are you town. assuming? I'm assuming that because he saw Godwink Christmas. There's going to be a troubled relationship somewhere that they're either wanting out of, or there's a chance encounter with the man of their dreams. But there's going to be some kind of barrier for them to get together that they've got to overcome. It could sure. be a, they live in different cities, which was the Kathleen Gifford movie I saw. A God Wink Christmas. A God Wink Christmas. Yes. And then... Keep going. Wh- <laughs> and that usually happens with like 20 minutes left in the movie. Yeah, but right. it's so predictable. Like I want to see one Hallmark movie where nothing works out. Well, then it's not a Hallmark I think movie. that's called Life, which is why we watch Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> PG Dubs. Escape from reality. I know. It's like at the end. I was watching one of my mother-in-laws last week, and they all got together at the end, and I was like... I mean, that's every rom-com ever in all the history of all of movies. 
It's true. One that I watched where the engaged couple starts out together, they ended up together at the end. I'm gonna I do feel like this year they're like kind of tweaking some things. Like they kiss before the end of the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Like they, there was like 30 minutes left when there was a kiss, and I thought, whoa, avant-garde. We are kissing <laughs> before 157. I just, I mean, my thing is this. Like, I think they're oversaturating the market. There's too many of them now. But like, you I was what? trying to watch football last week, and I couldn't because <laughs> they was being recorded on all the different channels. It was kicking me <laughs> off of football, and I had to choose – do I make my mother-in-law upset by saying, do not record to watch football? Yeah, and by yikes, the way, yes, yikes. I did. <gasps> did you? Yeah. Hot taste from Drew. Did you tell her? Anger your mother No. And the next day she came in and was wondering why her movies weren't recorded. And I just like went into the back bedroom by you myself. You did like, bye. Yeah. I didn't. I admit it. But I felt like I was doing her a favor because, I mean, she spent like all Thanksgiving holiday watching Hallmark But movies. you spent most of Thanksgiving holiday watching football, correct? No, I couldn't because she's watching Hallmark but movies. She had the one TV. If you had the choice, would you have? Yeah, because you don't ever know how the football game is going to end. It's oh. unpredictable. Okay. And uh, it's more and? entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the real life characters. <laughs> You're a husband and a father. And three of your four children are female. And your wife is a female. Correct. So, <laughs> so true. the future of your house is female. Right. You and, as you call him, the man cub. Right. Y'all are going to lose out on Hallmark movies, right? Mm -hmm. Are you telling me I need to just embrace the Hallmark movie? And Yeah, I just wonder if it's a connection point for you and Grace and Emery and Brindley. Mm. Does Jamie not watch them? Is your wife not watching? No, them? she loves them. Yeah, she loves them. She loves them. Her and her mother watch them together. And it's funny because <laughs> they make faces while they watch. Like, it's almost like they're in the movie. They're acting it out with their face. <laughs> if it's a happy moment, their face is happy. And if it's like they're... You can see the emotion on their face. Yeah. It's weird, really. It's re <laughs> Drew, I think what we're going to do is assign you one to watch from start to finish. Okay. I feel like he should watch a regular Hallmark, not Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. What's the best God one? Wink. Wasn't that? Yeah, Godwink was Hallmark Home and Hallmark Movie. Yeah, the movie oh mystery. my gosh. What did you just pull up? That's like a <laughs> database of. It's all the new it's ones. It's all the new you ones. You can this, check them this off. Season. When you you are them. kidding me. Okay. <laughs> I'm obviously missing something because this is a big deal in culture right now. I mean, people are. Eating this up. They are. Jen, look, if you it's were... the same care actors. They're all the same. <laughs> look, look they're at the pictures. The pictures. No, they're not. <laughs> but they're all wearing That's red the and same green. picture. <laughs> they couldn't even get a creative. Oh my gosh. Please, let's just take a 50,000 foot view of this for a minute. Okay, describe because this is are an we audio all fans podcast. Here except for me? I mean, yeah, but I think you're a fan in your heart. We're getting you there. Keep relaxing on your on your yeah. bend, your poor back. My back I'm is doing, breaking. Sorry. <laughs> My sacrum. <laughs> um. Okay, so wait. I need you to describe because it is an audio podcast. I need you to describe the cover of a Hallmark movie. Can I describe? Yes. <laughs> Theater of the Minds. Fifty thousand foot view. They all well, the they all color palette <laughs> is all the same. Which is what? That's a terrible description. <laughs> That's red and green. Obviously, well, it's Christmas, so I'll give them that. Okay. Um. All the men so far have brown hair. They're all Caucasian. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of white guys, but they're getting better. They are adding more. Okay, there's one. Two. There's two of color in the 164 that are on here. Yeah. Um, a lot I of think blonde that's women. You no, know, that's actually a real problem. Like a lot of people are talking about yeah. Yeah, how good. lack of diversity, the lack of diversity in Hallmark there's, movies. I think there's definitely more diversity this year. Like even in the like. And they're in the friends. And Here's in the a community. lot of I yeah. think the reality is that it's in Canada in like smaller towns where they film. Yeah. And I wonder yeah. 
I just wonder like who they have. You, What's available for yeah, extras? Yeah, because the reason they can make so many is because of the budget. Yeah. Uh, incentives they get for filming in there. Canada. Yeah. Okay. Drew, so it's it's a blonde girl and a brown headed guy surrounded by red and green. Yeah. There's no ugly people in there. I would give them that. <laughs> they I mean, quit making those. They quit people. making those about five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Which is part, probably part of the watching. draw. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> That's right. Candace Cameron is on this episode with us, so she's gonna appreciate that you're saying she's not ugly. She's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even the guys. I'll admit they're attractive men. Yeah. Is that weird for me to say? Well, well it's dressed. Done now. We'll edit that out. Um, <laughs> Okay, yeah. so we need to pick. So Jen and Jamie, if y'all are picking one movie for Drew Powell to watch, start to finish, you need to actually give it your best go and watch it. Which one are you asking him to watch? One from this year, from or this just year? any? I don't yeah, care. and I promise I will go into it open hearted and try to. I will not go in jaded. Okay. I will watch it with an open mind. Okay. I think my vote would be Let It Snow, the one with Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, oh, very ski creative resort. title. <laughs> You're not You're having an open mind, Sorry. All right. <laughs> Edit that out, too. So let it snow. It's Candace. Can, can you read us the synopsis? Do you have it in your app, or is that only uh, new ones? It was ones? last year's. Yeah. Or two Candace. years ago, And Alan Thicke is in it. So you got Rest in peace. DJ Alan Thicke's in it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. it is, and Hallmark uh, is a... I mean, a lot of... Uh, yeah, family tie. Family no, ties. No, um, growing pains. Growing, growing pains. pains. Um, Hallmark is where '90s teen sitcom stars are go now to thrive. Uh, yeah, go to yes. live and not to go to die. They go to thrive. Yeah, wow. they are. No, they are. They are happy. Okay. Winnie Winnie oh. Cooper. She's in some oh, of them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She's in a lot of. Them. Oh, really? And now, then, if you and put then Kelly life... Kapowski in one, I'll watch she's it. She's in one. No. Uh huh. <laughs> she is. I'll find Tiffany it. That's Amber the one you. Thiessen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you watch oh. her cooking show? No. It's great. <laughs> she comes on TV. You can still watch her. <laughs> it's called North Pole, the one with Tiffany. All right, so I'm gonna go watch North yeah. Pole mm-hmm. and let it snow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You're gonna do both. You should just pick. Can you? Oh, well, I need you to read the synopsis of both, and then you can pick Drew. Okay. And then so we'll the let syn- you go back I think, and do it. I think let it of snow let it snow is, is an executive examines her company's new property and prepares a presentation to transform the rustic lodge into a new hotspot. Okay, so it's a sk- <laughs> wow. <laughs> initial initial thoughts just based on that. Oh, um, knowing it's Candace Cameron and Alan Thicke, that is not their love relationship. That's father daughter, just so you know. Okay. And then would you like me to read you the North Pole? Yeah, read the North yeah. Pole. Okay. North Pole, the magical home to Santa and Mrs. Claus has grown no. into no, a I'm huge out. city. <laughs> I'm out. Sorry, Kelly. I'll just go watch Saved by the Bell Powered on Netflix. Powered by the magic of holiday <laughs> happiness around the world. No, see, guys, they got to. <laughs> wow. I will say the ones that lose me are when, like, their parents are Santa and Mrs. Claus. I can't do that or time traveling. Yeah. So yeah, you want it to be, like, more reality. Like, it could actually happen <laughs> in real life. Right. God, wait, Christmas could really happen. So do you, like, put yourself in, I mean, is that why you love it? Like, you, is it, is there a fantasy element of this? I don't no, think so. I don't think so either. I think it's, Maybe. like, I'm not against hearing just that. Just pure entertainment. There's nothing dramatic. It's just sweet. Like, yeah. every other show I watch on television is, like, so yeah, there's, like no there's no stress. There's no, and there's no like, um, there's happy. It's not salacious. Like it's just. So you know easy, it's going to work clean, out. So you, you happiness. Can, yeah. Well, okay. you don't know who it's going to work out with, but you know someone's going to fall in love, and you're not going to see anybody take their shirt off. It's going to be like level zero of inappropriate. So, so anybody clean, can watch. Mostly. Yeah, very oh, clean. they literally don't kiss till one fifty-seven out of a two-hour movie. Now, I had Lifetime only last week at the hotel in Chicago, so mm-hmm. I was watching some of those. They are not that way. Okay. Well, okay. Noted. Is known for Noted. being a little salacious it's a in little general. More, yeah. yeah. 
Okay, Drew, so let it snow? Let it snow. What's my timeline? Uh, can you work it out this week? If you can just do it sometime before next Tuesday. Okay. You got a week. Okay. You I'll got a week it. to watch Let Snow, and then we're going to bring you back and get it. a And I can be up. honest. If I hate it, I'll just 100%, say. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But I, I will, if I, if I love it, I will be honest. So here's how the show, this episode's going to go. We're going to put this conversation. Okay. And then I'm going to LA, and I'm going to see Candace Cameron. We're going to put that in the middle, and then the end of the show is your thoughts on Let It Snow, which okay. is a Candace Cameron movie, and you can tell the truth even though she's on the show. Yeah. Candace Cameron Bure, I should say that. Sorry. She is married. Yeah. She doesn't care what I think, but I'll be honest. Okay. We care what you think. The okay. listeners are already fast forwarding, which is offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. skeptical of your spirit going into this, but no, I'm no, trust, I will. I'm I will trusting you. that you'll. I'll go. call. I'll text Jamie. I'll text his wife. Yep. I'll get her involved. Yep. She'll help. Oh, she'll love this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let it snow. You All might right. have to Can record you? it. We might have to sort out when yeah, it comes on. Out when so it's you airing. Can, yeah. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. She's awesome. All right. Thanks, Drew. We look forward to your follow-up thoughts in less than seven days. I'm slamming the door. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Kate's leaving as well. <laughs> oh, he, he meant really it. did. He really did slam the door. Aggressive.com. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. Hey, friends, just interrupting this episode to say thanks to our friends at Help, Hope, and Inspiration podcast with Reverend Percy McRae. It was created by the Cancer Treatment Centers of America to provide cancer care information and resources to the faith-based community. According to the American Cancer Society January 2017 report, cancer death rates in the U.S. dropped 25% since 1991, which is awesome. A cancer diagnosis has historically been considered by many as life-threatening, but that is not always the case. If you or someone you love has cancer, there is hope. In recent years, there have been some amazing discoveries by the medical community, new techniques and treatments and drugs and therapies. Every week on Health, Hope, and Inspiration podcast, Reverend Percy McRae will inspire you with practical information for your real-life questions about cancer prevention, treatment, and overall health. Each program is designed to encourage your heart, educate your mind, and strengthen your body and build your faith and give you hope. Visit hhidownload.com today to subscribe to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. You'll receive three free downloads, cancer-fighting recipes, reducing your risk for cancer, and four things every cancer patient must do. That's hhidownload.com. We are so thankful for them and what they do. Okay, back to the show. The good call with Let It Snow, that is a really fun one. My dad sat through that one over Thanksgiving, too. My dad and my brother over Thanksgiving admitted that they liked them more this year. Yeah. That they could at least sit through So them. my dad sent a group text to our whole family, and he said, oh, I'm sitting here watching another Hallmark Christmas movie, and here's what's happening, and da-da-da-da-da. And then my mom goes, and just so every, in a separate text, and just so everyone knows, I'm not even in the room. He's watching it by himself. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, dad, you're busted. That ain't true. Oh, that's funny. Um, speaking of Lifetime, have either of you watched the one that is like the One Tree Hill reunion? No. no. It's Hillary Burton. And Robert Buckley and like and it's on tour. Lifetime. Yeah, it aired. Maybe called I the Christmas Contract. It just aired. Oh within no, the last, I did. Like, I watched it in you? Chicago. Yeah, and it's on Lifetime. Yeah, is it salacious? No, 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 no. It's oh. not at all. But it was just like they're they're kind of toting it as like the One Tree Hill reunion. I think there's four or five people oh, that were on cool. One Tree Hill. Okay, um, that are all in the movie, and it was really cute. Okay, I did like that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's tell people if they're just sitting down and they're going to pick one new one this year that you've seen so far. Do you have one? I, I really liked up. Christmas at the Palace. 
Tell us about it. I haven't seen that one. Tell me about it. I missed it. it. Um, Merritt Patterson is the main um, character. girl character. Okay. And she was like a world champion ice skater three years in a row or something. And Not in real life, in the show. Correct. Okay. And she and her friend, who's also a skater, go to this tiny country, you know, that doesn't really exist, mm-hmm. kingdom, and they end up helping put on a page- Christmas pageant on ice, yeah. basically. Yeah. And then... Um, they're in the... Um, they're hired by the king of San Sanova. Yes, San Sanova. And the king and... I love the country. By the way, I love the country names they come up with in Christmas Oh, I movies. love... <laughs> like in a Christmas never switch, real countries. it's something to do with gravy, Bulgravia. And I was like... Yeah. Yeah, that's totally what that is. <laughs> Um, oh, Gravia. That's funny. And then okay. the king falls in love with right. one of the ice skaters. That's another. It's so interesting. There's the Jane Austen phenomenon. There's the pride, or not pride, there's the um, like royalty phenomenon. There's a lot of royal. Yeah, there's, a, there's lot a lot of, of royalty royal this year. Yeah. movies. And last year. Yeah. I'm trying to look for the one that I found. Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe I, I also so enjoyed. Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe. I did too. I really like this one. I also think it's interesting. I feel like they're doing more like kind of sequels. Oh yeah, like, so the, like oh, yeah. the Evergreen one was a uh-huh, sequel, yeah. sort of, but like new leads, like different, totally different oh, characters, okay. but it's still happening in the really? same town. Okay. Um, oh, they've still got. I'm I'm on the Hallmark movie webpage, and they've still got a very merry mix up sitting right there, which makes me so happy. I love that one so much. I know y'all don't love it as much. Okay, did y'all watch Christmas at Graceland? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about my how... biggest regret of 2018? Yes, that we I did know. not go be extras in that movie. We should have done it. Because the guy in that Hallmark, movie can is we have so another adorable. Oh, yeah. I know. We should. I, I tried to tell y'all we should have done it. We talked about it. I'm on a Godwing Christmas has really high rating. In, Does it? In, yeah, I'm looking at the at Wikipedia at like which movies have had. It's a good. I I like. I really liked it. I was not disappointed at all. Do you know the other exciting thing? This will have already happened by the time people hear this, sadly, but I get to be on Hallmark Home and Family oh, again next week when it is like decorated for Christmas. Oh, that's so fun. I, I am if so there's excited. a Hallmark Christmas movie star oh my God, on the I'm same so episode hopeful. of you, I'm so hopeful. I'm so jealous. I know that is that that is like that's the dream, really. That's the dream. Is that the next whoever it is is a Hallmark Christmas movie We should movie see star. what's airing right around then. Like, what's going to air? The, what comes out what that, I guess right after that week? week? Yeah. Next week? Maybe Lori Laughlin? Oh, man. How cool would that oh, be? Oh, and Aunt Victor Becky. Webster. He's in my favorite non-Christmas. Which one's your favorite non-Christmas? Summer Villa. Oh, yeah. You do love Summer Villa. Oh, is that the guy in Summer Villa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As everyone's just listening to us scroll through. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. Reunited at Christmas. Did y'all watch that oh, one? Oh, I did watch that one. I really liked that one. I thought it was really sweet. Was that on Movies and Mysteries? No, no, no. No. It's, it's, let me read it to you. Frazzled and struggling with writer's block, novelist Samantha, along with her boyfriend, heads home to her late grandmother's home to spend Christmas. While at home with family, her grandmother's wise words reveal the true meaning of Christmas with Samantha at a time when she most needs encouragement. You haven't seen Jamie's that one. Jamie's real excited about I that one. <laughs> yeah, you haven't watched it either. No, I have. I watched it yesterday. Yesterday when I got home, because I got home Saturday night. Yeah. And then I really had nothing to do all day. And I was We're like, recording I... this right after Thanksgiving, just so people understand oh, yeah. that's the story here. So I literally laid on my couch and watched like five of these. Well done. Because I didn't have Hallmark in Chicago. Right. So, so you I had, had to a catch up because you knew it. we had this coming. Yes. yes. I was being responsible. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Responsible <laughs> to the listening audience. Um, yeah, I liked Reunited Christmas. I thought it was sweet. And, I mean, spoiler alert, that is spoiling it. But 
I just like sometimes that that a new guy comes along and doesn't win. Yes, I that was that, you that go like, and oh, we can do this. Kissing before the end of the movie. I feel yeah. like those were the big changes this year. So Brendan Penny, the guy oh, in Pride and yes. Prejudice and Mistletoe and Chesapeake Shores, I'm into him. He's in the one that I love. He's married talk- with kids. I'm not trying to fall yeah. in love. Yeah, yeah. I just think he's I great. I talked about the last year on our podcast, yeah. I talked about the one where the girl goes home yeah. and falls in love with the guy right. that she like, grew up with. Brendan Penny's the guy that she oh, falls in love got with. It. So I liked okay. him then. And then yep. Chesapeake Shores came out. Right. By the time this comes out, Mingle All the Way will have come out too, which I'm excited to see. Is there one you haven't seen yet that you're like, yeah, yeah, I want to see that one? Um, there's one called coming out on um, Movies and Mysteries called Small Town. I think it's Movies and Mysteries. Uh huh. Called Small Town Christmas. Uh huh. That I think looks really cute. But it doesn't air until December 16th. So oh, I gotta. That's okay. Oh, we got some time. I'm I do excited about when calls the heart Christmas. Oh, I'm always what? grateful when for calls when calls the heart, the heart Christmas. Christmas. Oh yeah. Man, can we talk about just how upset the world is about... Jamie, that? please tell this story. <laughs> please tell this story. Everyone is going to love it so much. So when uh, Daniel Lissing... Spoiler alert for those of you who don't watch... Uh, who are when, a year behind, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's not fine. the biggest spoiler alert. Um, for the, the Wind Calls the Heart fans, Mounty Jack is, right. no, is no longer with us. R.I.P. But I have never seen a... Uprising of fans of a TV show. I found a Facebook. So the group of people who like One Calls the Heart are called the Hardies. Yes. I found a Facebook group called the Herties. Yeah. And it is just people airing their grievances. And they are and like, by every level. And it has hurt. been what, like seven months since the the oh, finale aired and you yeah. like knew the knew the news. They're and not people happy. just continually post their feelings about how upset they are. And like I get it. It's not super great when a main character gets killed off, but like, I mean, that's just sort of life. I mean, like, it's a TV show. I will say, I'm still sad about Sybil on Downton Abbey. That whole show's over. Well, to be fair, yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. But yeah, so the the Hurdies have really. I mean, I, I mean, they are still like when you tell us stories of things you find in that group, because don't you have to get permission to get in? Uh-huh. I hope this doesn't get you kicked out. But you had to like get permit. Like someone has to let you in. Yeah, it's a private Facebook group. So and I they- had to. Re- <laughs> well, so here's what it is. You have to when you request to join it, you have to say why you're hurt. And I was like, oh, no, no, oh no, my no. Gosh, you have so to say why I just, you're hurting. So I just closed the browser and thought, well, I'm never going to get in because I just mostly was curious because. I'm me. Yeah. And then like a week later, I got a notification that said, you've been entered. So I think they just, I got in the shuffle and I got approved. No. So it's just, I didn't you, know you that do part. Send I didn't know. Pretty great screenshots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, I mean, because those people are like actively unhappy. Yes. Yeah. So when Calls the Heart has a Christmas special. Yes. It's that's li- how they, it's one of the... That's kind of how they start every season is with a Christmas special right. and then usually like three or four weeks later. Part of me, this episode will release to our friends on December 17th. No, sorry. Oh, the group the is called Official the Ticked Off Fans of WCTH. Hashtag Herdies. <laughs> Don't reveal that to everybody because you're going to get kicked out. What if they listen? I mean, Here's I appreciate your opinions. I'm not... Sure. I mean, you know. My thought is this episode comes out on the 10th. We should get together, the three of us, and encourage everyone to watch one with us. Oh, yeah. Okay. That'd be fun. When do we want to do that? Can, when are you in town, Jamie? Uh, I am in town the 7th through the 11th. There's one on the 8th. So that, that weekend, maybe? No, because this doesn't come out till the 10th, okay. so it has to be after that. Oh, um, I'm home the 11th or the 17th through the 20th. Oh, 17th through the 20th. You're, you're to, on 22. We I'll could out 21. We could okay. wait and DVR. I bet everyone would want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I want us all to watch it together. Okay, hold on. Let me back up. We can do a gingerbread romance with Tia, Tia Mowry. 
Oh, love her. Okay, you want to do that one? Wait, yeah. wait, hold on. Let me look. My all of a sudden, I lost it. Sunday, December 16th. Sunday, December 16th, Jamie? Not back till the morning of the 17th. Oh, there's not going to be any that release yeah. that week. We have to I'm do lame. It You're going to you. do without me. What have you FaceTime me in? Okay. Or you can, can you watch it where you are without us? No. Probably no. No, no, no. I don't I think can't. that venues are going to. Yeah, because where will home. you be? On December 16th, I'll be in Georgia. You yes. can watch them live if you're not doing something actively during that time. Oh, maybe I could watch. You it can watch my... it live online. I you could like I could have watched my AT and T app. Yeah, I should like, look on my app yeah. and see if I can watch it yeah. live. Okay, you, I just couldn't I'm watch it DVR. FaceTime in. I'll but watch also, it on my I'm, iPad. I'm giving you a chance to tell us whose tour you'll be on oh, and how we can get I tickets. I will be out with Dave Barnes for his Christmas show. So yes. if you live in the Nashville, Dallas, Charlotte, Knoxville, or Atlanta area, come hang out with come me. Come get your tickets. Um, you can still join her, and it's a great. Well, show. I guess it's if this comes out on the 10th, Nashville and Dallas will be over. Yeah, so, so everybody else. Sorry for your life. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jamie. So you and I mean, nope. Sorry, Jen. You and I get to pick. Will we? Would we? rather watch a gingerbread romance with Christmas just weeks away the architecture firm Taylor works for enters into a contest in which the teams will design and build life-size gingerbread houses after the contest Taylor will likely be getting a promotion to a position in another city the firm teams her up with Annabelle a renowned French pastry chef with whom Taylor instantly locks horns when Annabelle backs out Taylor stumbles into a local bakery and meets Adam a baker and ready single dad in an act of desperation Taylor convinces Adam to partner with her for the contest arguing that winning would give the bakery and his designs much needed exposure for years Taylor has been resistant to call anywhere home for fear it will only be temporary but the time she spends with Adam and his daughter, Brooke, in their cozy home, decorating for Christmas and exploring Philadelphia at Christmas, fills her with a longing for a place to call home. So we can do Gingerbread House, or we can do Saturday, December 22nd, Jingle Around the Clock is what this one is called. What about, are you guys around the 15th? Because there's one with Jody Sweeten on Entertaining Christmas. No, and you're not either. I know, I'm just giving you guys. Yeah, no, I'm not. I can't have a Christmas party that night. I don't know, Jingle Around the Clock or Jingle Around the Clock. When Ellie Bennett decides to reunite her college friends for a special Christmas celebration. Her plans are thwarted by an opportunity at work she can't pass up. Spearheading a Christmas campaign relaunch to prove she's ready for a career career altering <laughs> promotion. I don't know how to read. Much to her surprise, she's forced to team up with advertising campaign fixer Max, who has completely different take on the holidays. But as Ellie and Max work together and learn more about each other, Christmas each other's Christmas traditions, they unexpectedly find themselves falling for each other. With the help of a little Christmas magic, will Ellie, it might be Elle, pull off the perfect Christmas reunion and find the love she's been searching for? The guy in that one was on the OC back in the day. I so. loved the OC. Yeah. Okay, so is that the winner, Jingle Around the Clock? Let's do that. I feel like December 22nd will be, there's not going to be really anything else going on. Yeah. Okay, so to all of our friends listening, if you would like to watch them, y'all, we've done 40 minutes. <laughs> These people hate us. <laughs> Saturday, December 22nd. This was one of the longest shows last year, by the way, because it is. Saturday, December 22nd, we will watch Jingle Around the Clock live together Seven on Inst- on Twitter and on the internet. So we'll we'll be checking in on Instagram, Instagram Live. The three of us will all check in watching Jingle Around the Clock. I'll be on the West Coast, so I'll be the delayed. Okay. Okay, good. So, so the-, the West Coast can play along yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Jingle Around the Clock. Saturday, December 22nd. That sounds fun, podcast listeners. We're all going to watch that one together. And then we'll try to either get Brooke Nevin or Michael Cassidy, the stars, to pop on and talk to us at some point. Sure? Yeah. I love that. Why not? All right, girls. I feel like we really covered it. Well done. Thankful for both of you. We'll, at the very end, can y'all stick around? And at the very end, we'll do a a Hallmark Christmas, like, Mad Lib. 
Yes. Totally. Okay, we'll do it. Oh, I'm so grateful for my girlfriends. Listen, we love talking about it. Don't go anywhere. Coming up now, Candace Cameron Bure talking all about Christmas and a shoe addict's Christmas. Candace, thanks for doing this. You're welcome. Happy Sunday afternoon. I'm like so happy to do it and not be dressed in a way that's I had to actually put effort no, into it. You. And I have no makeup on. Right. I, I respect I'm all that. I'm looking a little ragged, but... I know. I, see, I, I told you that I was going to message you today and be like, I'm just wearing a sweatshirt. I hope that's fine. <laughs> we don't have to be a thing. I kind of felt like you would be okay with it. Yeah, so. Thank you. You're right. I was, for real though, putting up my Christmas lights right before you came. Yeah, you're really and, doing um, it. Yeah. Because you just got home. I just got home. Uh, yep. Two days ago. And I'm always the one that decorates the whole house, usually by myself. Don't tell anyone, but, <laughs> but I asked my daughter to help, and she was like in tears. She's 20. <laughs> <laughs> it's my one day off of work, and I have to help you decorate. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, go to your room. I can't, like, We're dead. I can't even. Yeah. I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> so you do it by yourself every year? Pretty much. Oh my gosh. Sometimes my boys help me like a little bit, yeah. but... They're like, okay, I brought in that bag for you, mom. And Did you it, need anything yeah. else? And I'm like, no, decorate. I mean, right. come on, take out the stuff. Right. Up around. No one ever wants Do to. Do you just do care it. more? Do they I want care? it done, but they don't they want to do want it. They want it done and want to enjoy yeah, it, yeah. but they don't want to have to work hard. Yeah. I have one sister who does all that for us. So the rest of us get to be, <laughs> get to be the other children in your family. And my one sister, Sally, will be yeah. the one who steps in with my mother. So maybe one of yours will. I hope. Eventually. One day. <laughs> One anyway. day being this afternoon after we leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, we have got to, we're here for Hallmark movies. We're here for a lot of things. The people are very happy that you're here. I'm very happy you're here. But we got to talk about Shoe Addicts Christmas. Okay, I can't wait. Candace. You're the first one I've talked about it with. Oh, yay. Okay. Kind of in a, in a more involved way sure. than just saying, hey, watch a Shoe Addicts <laughs> Christmas. Okay, so my first question is, is it party all's contract now that you have to live tweet? Is that part of the deal? Because everyone does it now. Yes. It is not officially in the contract. Mm -hmm. We are not bound to it, but we are asked every time. And because this is like my, you know, 570th Hallmark movie that I made, um, they don't even ask anymore. You just know. You know that's part of the the deal. But for some reason, there are a few times when I haven't been able to, if I've been traveling Mm -hmm. or working and I just absolutely can't. But... That's what we do. Yeah, it's really nice. I don't really honestly know how I feel about it because yeah. I want people to watch the movie. Right. I want them to concentrate. Right. If they're tweeting during the commercial breaks, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a little bit of a distraction. Okay. From that, the actual experience. Yeah. Because yeah. I, but you know, I guess there are a lot of people that kind of watch Hallmark movies peripherally is that the right word to say like yeah, just yeah, it's yeah. kind of in the background because yeah. the stories are never too hard to <laughs> you can kind of know what's like, co- yeah, yeah exactly they, they're not hard to follow so maybe that's why they love tweeting or they yeah. like us to tweet while we and I think it just makes the as as a watcher speaking for myself it's it also just makes it feel like you're watching with a lot of people it probably is a connecting thing. I guess thing. so. If you all go like, oh, I had the same thing. Yeah. I thought the same thing during That's this true. one scene. I'll have to go ahead and say it right now. 
versus waiting to the commercial. That's a good I, that Yes, that's a good thought. I mean, yeah. in a way that makes more sense to me. I didn't think about like, oh, people are watching it together. They can experience that together. I just, yeah. I become like a school teacher and yeah. I want to say, just watch the movie. Children. And, and then once it's a commercial break, then you may then check we- Twitter. <laughs> then you may write your post and may check the answers. And, and then you hit phones down as soon right. as the movie's right. back on. Right, as soon as it's back on, I need you focus. <laughs> I spend a lot of time memorizing that. <laughs> I mean, for real, I just can't imagine how... Yeah, how it feels to watch that come out. I mean, it's a little bit with me for books to get people to have their like opinions afterwards, but to watch your own performance and have people knowing how long you put into it that they're tweeting during the middle, that would be problematic. I guess I can see all that. I see your side of this. (laughs) I see your feelings (laughs) here. (laughs) Um, Okay, can we talk about the title of the movie? Yeah. I just don't think it matches the movie. It doesn't. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. It's it, a great movie. Let me say to you, I watched it on purpose before I saw it. I mean, I watched them all, but I watched it before I saw you on purpose. It's awesome. But I, I felt like the title isn't going to draw people to how uh, meaningful it is. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, this this movie was based on a book, mm. which is called A Shoe Addict's Christmas. Well, there we go. And we should tell people, we discussed this a little bit ahead of time. I'm not blasting oh, yeah, yeah. Movie. No, not at all, because yeah. I'm the one that, that said it. Because a lot of people, that, that was one of the main comments that I would read. I just thought it was going to be a little quirkier, or it just was going to be more about a shopaholic, or I didn't know if I was going to be that interested because I'm not really that into shoes. Mm-hmm. But the movie only utilizes shoes as a portal, yeah, yeah, so yeah. to speak, to yeah, like go right. back in time. That's right. So it's not really about the shoes. Mm-hmm. It's a much deeper I mean, I cried that. twice, Candace. Not <laughs> yes! like not like on my face crying, not like having a quiet time about it crying, but like <laughs> teared up twice. Yeah. One time when the part where I, we won't give away the story but because we want people to watch it, but um there's a part where you talk about disappointment. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of say, like, if you ask me to do this, you're asking me to get disappointed again. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, there were a lot of things in that. Because based on any little book, you always have to change it right. for a screenplay when you write it. And um, and so a lot of those, specifically what you said there, like, the I wrote those words. Did you? That's yeah. what I was going <laughs> to ask you. I wanted you and to tell our, me if that was really from yeah, you. Our writer, Rick Garman, did an incredible... Incredible job. He was fabulous. But when it came to those elements that we talked a little bit about faith, mm-hmm. because I had that weaved in, surprise, surprise, yeah. that came from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was very specific with the dialogue. And it's really, Rick, Rick the writer, was wonderful. But we we kind of know there's just some words that ha- they have to be the exact right word or yeah. specific because we have minimal words, if that makes sense, it's kind of like, well, when you write a book, it has to yeah. be concise. It has to stop at some so, point. Yeah. Yeah. We can't ramble on. So I just made sure that we got the point across yeah. as, as much as we could without putting faith in everyone's face, because that's not what it was about either. But I think um, in this particular movie, that's where the struggle lied for the character of Noelle was that she kind of stopped listening to God mm-hmm. or as they say in the movie, the little sleighs along the way. Right. He was like trying to help her by sending a little sleigh to pick her up. And, uh, 
And because she was just tired of being disappointed. Right. And I thought, oh, I, like I struggle with that all the time. It's it's content. We, we feel like being content mm-hmm. um, or even stagnant is just safe. Right. And then we get scared to get out of our comfort zone for fear of either being disappointed or God's not going to be there to catch us if we fall, whatever. There's lots of different reasons, but... So when you saw the page of that particular scene, you went like, hey, this is actually how I would say that. Exactly. I was like, okay. let's re- let's finesse this. Okay. And so, I'm, and it was like, here's what I want it to say. And I'll just talk and ramble like I am right now. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the writer uh, will say, okay, great. And he'll kind of write a version of what I've just said. And then I'll look at it again. And then we'll finesse again. And I'll okay. go. And then I, those words were specific to me. I go, these are the words I want it that it's fear of being disappointed. Yeah. Um, it got me so good. Yes. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Like, in the moment, I thought, I thought, I'm having feelings. And I thought, I wonder if Candace wrote this. Because I can't imagine. This sounds like something that you would say from what I know of you. Yeah. I thought, yeah. this sounds like something that. If she was given permission in a movie, this is how she would say that. Because it came from, it sounded really real yeah, to a faith natural. person. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there were just a few of those that I And then the ending myself. is what made me cry. When, when the, honey, I'm, I'm home. Uh-huh. When that happened, I was like, I mean, I can't. <laughs> I was so surprised and I was just done for. I was like, it was real late at night. I had a flight the next day. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. You just never know. I mean, it was oh just... <laughs> It's terrible. <laughs> it's not. It's so cute, though. I was pathetic because I was live tweeting, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, y'all, I'm crying at my own movie. <laughs> that is sad. Like, what I made just, you cry? I just teared up at myself. Yeah. I teared up during – it was my favorite conversation in the movie was when it was the walk and talk with Charlie and Noel when yeah. she's talking about the sleighs. Yeah, yeah. She's like, if you had made some different – some different choices in your life, mm-hmm. you could have had a different outcome. And I love the line where she says, you know, you could have been the owner of like a billion dollar hot dog stand. <laughs> <laughs> that line made me laugh. So That's like, I love that too. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> um, yeah. And then she tells the story of God sending sleighs that kept getting missed. And it's yeah. just that moment. And Jean did such a wonderful oh gosh, job. Did you she love was, working with her? Yes. It was one of the biggest treats of my entire acting career yeah. to to work with her. A designing because, woman. Yeah. She is a... And she's just so good. She brought so much to that character. Mm-hmm. And the audience that watches it, obviously you guys won't know this because we are in editing and we edit the movie to yeah. what we think will be best. But, you know, there's some scenes that didn't make the movie because we were too long. And then there was such a nuanced performance from Jean, but she had some a lot more moments that she was so funny in or so quirky in. But we really had to pick and choose the scenes and you just can't put everything in. But I wish everyone could have seen Jean in the fullest of her performances because they were so great. And when you read a script, it might say something like, you know, the guardian angel appears and she's wearing a red kooky hat. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. And then it goes into the dialogue. But Jean would come to the set and say, okay, well, when I appear, okay, I need a little book. I want a little book and I want a fun little pen. So like, this is my book that I keep checking to make sure that I'm doing what 
God or whoever yeah, the angels yeah. have told me what to do. So she ended up having a magical little book with yeah. her and she just added all these nuances that yeah. you would just think, oh, they were probably in the script. But it was right. just, Jean took it to a whole different level. And that's just one little tiny example. Yeah. But man, she was fun. Like, Oh, she was so I just funny. loved it. I love that that scene made you cry, that Walking with Charlie made you cry, too. The whole time she is this character that you're like, sympath- a little bit like, what is it in It's a Wonderful Life, Claire- Clarence? That I angel so. who gets his I wings? don't even yeah. remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. She's She has a little bit of that personality of like right. the... Whimsical, yeah, whimsical. Just a little bit. She's the angel. They're like, okay, yeah. She's a little, a little quirky, but not, you know. Yeah, she's a little off. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) when a movie comes out in December, when do you see the script for the first time? Like, when did you see Shoe Addicts Christmas for the first time? Do you remember? Oh yes, because I went in and pitched that. Like that was. Oh, you read the book first, or you knew of it first? Yeah. So I'm a little. I'm my situation's a little bit different than. Everyone sure. else's. And, and there's a couple other people yeah. that have the same situation as yeah, me yeah. in terms of what scripts we do. And we have a lot more input or we yeah. get more choices. Well, when um, you're on like 583 or whatever you're on for real, you probably get ex- to like... Exactly. Yeah. So most of the ones that I do, um, Hallmark may either present me like, hey, here are what we think would be the best five scripts for you this year and then choose which one or... We'll keep looking if they aren't oh, okay. great. Yeah, or yeah. I come in and say, this is the one I would like to do. Yeah. Okay. So for instance, this, A Shoe Addict's Christmas, I came, I went into them and I said, I read the book. I think yeah. it'll be adorable. I'd like to do that. They said, great. We think yeah. it'll be fun. Perfect. So that happened over the summertime. We oh my gosh, that's got, so fast. Yeah. We got approved probably in June or July that that would be this, the movie that I would do. But because it was a book, we then went to... Uh, screenwriter, screenwriter. and yeah. had him write up the script and then it goes through multiple drafts between the writer and us as producers and Hallmark and then we I mean we cut it so close because I'm filming Fuller House and I I filmed Fuller House until September okay and half for the last four years so as soon as I finish that I take like one week off and then which really isn't a week off right and then start filming my Christmas movie. And we wrapped the Christmas movie at the end of October. And then it was on November 25th. Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah. Is that a normal timeline? Yeah, on a lot of them, That's amazing. Because I would have told you, I would have guessed that right now you were looking at scripts for next year. Nope. Not until next summer. It would make sense. It would make sense (laughs) to do the Christmas movie in January, February, March, while it's still actually snowing, but right, no. we don't. No, you you bring Hallmark in the likes snow. to wait and then do them much closer to yeah. the real Christmas time okay. or over the summer. Yeah, that's amazing. So right now you don't even have to think about next year's. I mean, you could be reading books or doing that, but I mean, exactly. Christmas that's, was that's last what it was just the summer. Exactly, like less than six months ago. <laughs> It's crazy. So do you call that author and say, I'm turning your book into a Hallmark movie? Well, I can't tell her. I have to get rights and permission and pay her. <laughs> right, 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 right. But I mean, it's in the like exciting moment of like, hey, 
Yes, and I'm not the one that makes the calls, so you should. That would be if you ever pick one of my books. Bizarrely, I want you to call me. (laughs) I'm just saying up front. I'm only going to say yes if it's you. Okay. Everyone else, I don't know your name. I'm sorry. (laughs) If it's not my friend Candace, I'm not interested. Perfect. And so, oh, that's so fun because I just can't. As an author, I just can't imagine getting the phone call of like. Hey, someone read one of your books and now it's going to be a movie on Hallmark. Yeah, I think that would be pretty great. Yeah, I think that's got to be really fun for her to, or or her, that's an assumption. Yep, yep. Her or him? No, it's Beth Harbison. Okay. And so someone calls her and just says. Someone, yes, exactly. And so do people ask you to read Christmas books all the time now? All the time. (laughs) And they send Christmas scripts all the time. Oh, gosh. I can't imagine. People will just mail you a, an envelope full of papers of a script they've written. Like, well, hopefully not, because I will return to sender if it comes to yeah, my home. Yeah, for sure. I'm not into that. But yeah. uh, uh, I mean, mo- mostly to, to Hallmark or but to my offices, people, yeah. yeah, just mail scripts. Do you ever look at them? Can somebody ever look at them? People do look at them. Yeah. I don't. They have to go through a number of people right. to get to me right. because I get so many. Yes, and I don't have time. For that. So no, people because you have to memorize and, actual scripts that are that are being yeah, made. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I when there are ones that are worthy of looking, then yeah. my people right. will send them to me. That's right. <laughs> the next level yeah. is getting the Candace. When did you switch from just the actor to producer as well? I've actually been producing I mean all of my Hallmark movies really? for the last four years. That's amazing. Also, they made a joke about you on Saturday Night Live. Did you die? Is oh, it so funny? It, like, it wasn't even that funny, but it was, I I can't even tell you I how delighted I was. I know. Like, I'm like, I've made it. <laughs> I've totally made it. I just became a joke on I Saturday Night Live. I couldn't Night believe Live. It. it. Were you watching or did you just see it? Did people start tagging you? My Someone told me, yeah. my daughter actually told me yeah. that someone saw it, the New York feed. Yeah. And... So I saw it on YouTube before it actually oh um, aired, was, aired out here because yeah. it was already online. It yeah, posted. yeah, yeah. And um, but of course I waited up to actually watch Thank it you. on TV. I would too. No kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was awesome! Like I, I just loved it. <laughs> I know. I was like Keenan Thompson with a Candace Cameron joke. Okay. The funniest part to me though is that. I posted it on Instagram and read the comments and people were laughing. They're like, oh, but wait, it's not real because I totally buy that. The Candace, oh Candace, the Candace Cameron Beret, full body shapewear. <laughs> I just thought that was amazing. I thought, I thought of it because thinking of like you being a producer and now that it is just, is it interesting to you or what does it make you think about your faith story and your life, how your influence is just not going away. It's continuing to grow, yeah. but you, you don't back down at all about what you believe. No, I mean, it's been great. And I've been, I've been working really hard to get to this spot mm-hmm. and hopefully continue to do more of what I have in motion right now that yeah. just is all, all happening, but it's just, it's just starting to bloom. Yeah. So in all of this, it's wonderful. I'm excited about it, but it's, the one thing that's kind of hard in conversations, because it's like, well, this didn't just happen overnight. Thank you. No kidding. I've been working my butt off for yeah. a long, yeah. for really the last 10 years. And we've been, we've been trying to grow this. And my, I mean, my whole goal, I love what I do. I love the entertainment industry and there's so many facets of it that I love. So not just the acting. I really enjoy the producing. I directed for the first time this season, which I had no idea how on much the, I was going to love On Full it. House, right? On or Fuller, Fuller House. house. Sorry, yeah, 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 on Fuller House. Yeah, yeah. 
And, um, and then I have uh, a lot of material things that I'm getting into, into uh, the branding world of product yeah. that I've been dreaming of for years. Yeah. So it just kind of happens with timing, but all of that is coming out as well. And so I love it. And I'm exactly where I was hoping I would be and continue to be. But it's like, I love doing all this, but my, my whole goal is just... We, what we talked about earlier. I just yeah. want to share my faith with the world, but yeah. I really want to connect with the people that don't understand my faith necessarily, or they have reservations about talking to someone about it, or maybe they've had an ugly experience and I want to go, hey, like we're not all kooky people. Yeah. Like yeah. you had a bad experience. So it's kind of been this balance, which I think I've been able to do pretty well For sure so have. far yeah. to lead my life publicly knowing that my faith is in the forefront of it, Mm -hmm. but not be exclusive in the sense that I don't want to do anything because that, that, that isn't faith driven because that's not, unless you're like totally in the church or a pastor. I just think we all need to be out in the world. Sharon, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like when it's becomes a Christian bubble and then you're like, Oh, I can't associate with anyone. Or if it's not. Yeah. Cause then I also (laughs) found at times when I am Christian bubbly, I don't understand anything that's going on on the outside. So then when I hear something, I'm shocked or I'm confused versus going like, yeah, I know someone who is part of that situation or who has done that. And, you know, then you go like your compassion level uh, decreases the closer you get in the bubble. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, you said it, you said it perfectly. And I heard that quite a number of times and people would just say, oh, you're so annoying because you're such a goody two shoes and you just have no idea. And I, at one point, and this was a long time ago, but I would hear that often and I thought, you know what? You're right. I really don't know. Mm. And it's not that I'm trying to be a goody two shoes, but this is my world and I do live in this bubble and yeah. I have carefully selected my friends and we're all like-minded mm. and we all are, you know, do-gooders, but yeah. But we don't know the realities of what's going on on the outside of our bubble. So yeah. that's why I, I course corrected in that way. Yeah, and I'm like, I need brilliant. to understand. Okay, so someone's listening who goes like, yeah, my like bubble is so tight. What's the first step of course correcting that? You, ha- you have to open your heart and your mind at that point. Because what I feel when you're in that bubble is more... a a judgmental attitude yeah. because you, so it's not even, it's not even that you have to get friends outside of the bubble first. You need to Mm, take a deep breath inside and just know that, Hey, you need to not look to people that don't live the same way as you without the judgment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be so subtle because I'm not talking about most people listening probably aren't going to say like, you know, oh, you sitter and, and right, call right, him right, out or they're right. not going to yell. And it's crazy, but we can carry this very subtle judgment of other people yeah. and be like, oh, I would never talk to her or like, I know, would never do that. I would never do that. And yeah. that just crosses a line. I'm like, but maybe she needs you to mm-hmm. befriend her mm-hmm. so she could have an outside influence. Mm-hmm. And it's not, again, it goes just back to the, right. into the Bible when you're like, well, but Jesus hang out, hung out with, yes. with the sinners and yes. with the prostitutes and with everyone. And that's, 
kind of what we have to do, but it, but we're not even hanging out with sinners and prostitutes. We're just right. hanging out with our neighbor that's pretty much just like us, but right. we just think they're not quite as good as us. <laughs> you preach that, Kate. That is the truth. That is Eliza, my sister Eliza's pastor told me a couple weeks ago, he said, um, just remember that Jesus disappointed everyone. Yeah. including the people closest to him. The only person he, dis- he didn't disappoint, the only person he cared to not disappoint was the father. And I thought, oh, man, if yeah. I lived more like that, yeah. you know, like I wasn't scared of disappointing the people closest, the f- people who right. believed closest to me, right. how would this be different? So that's what we're figuring Which out. Which is now taking me into the whole... <laughs> yes. Enneagram. <gasps> wait! You started it. I know! Okay, so wait, because I just thought to myself, yes. I thought, yeah, because I am I'm a people pleaser and I, I love to be I love people to be pleased by me. Yes, I yes, yes. Like it's not so much the adoration, but I just I'm a three. Yeah, are you? Yeah, you'd have. Yeah. So that is very hard for me not to disappoint. But do you people. wing I too? Want every yes. Did you help? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. But I have to watch that all the time because mm-hmm. I, and which is part of my job. I want people to like me. Yeah, yeah. I hate disappointing people. Mm-hmm. I hate when I'm like, oh, but I'm going to do this, but that they might not agree or that <laughs> it makes life hard yes. for someone that has the personality type yep. that I have, yep. but I watch it all the time and have to remember I'm always going to disappoint people. Yes. I always and am awful. and it's okay. And they tell you on Instagram, they don't, that's your problem is that they, everyone <laughs> right, tells <exactly>. you, <laughs> you don't get to quietly disappoint anybody that you, when it does, it's very loud. Yeah. I didn't know you were three. Did as you already told me that? Maybe you did tell me that one time. I don't know. I think you just asked or Harris yes. or Kate might yes, have called yes. us out. <laughs> I I think I I started reading one of the books and then Harris chimed in. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Harris is a mutual friend. Do all your listeners know? Yeah, he's been on the show before. But yes, it's good to remind people. (laughs) Yeah, he's our mutual friend. But when I was like, I'm a three, he's like, I know. And I'm like, Val's an eight. He goes, I know. Wait, Val's an eight and you're a three? That's amazing. (laughs) Is it? That's why y'all accomplish everything. Because he's like, I'm going to conquer nine mountains today. And you're like, mine, I'm going to conquer one, but it's nine times as big. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's amazing. I'm just learning about that. It's been fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's an eight, but here's, here's my eight husband. I said, honey, you want to kind of just take this little quick test, but I'm reading this book and it's kind of interesting to know these things. And so you can find out what number you are on the Enneagram. And he was like, ah. No one needs to tell me what number I am. I I don't need anyone telling me anything about myself. (laughs) I know myself well enough. um, And if there's any number that I am in the world, it's number one because I'm the best at everything. Oh, yeah. That's what he said. So I was like, oh, yeah, you'd be an eight. Yeah, he's like, no, babe, I'm one. I'm always one. Number one. (laughs) The first, when I started talking about it a lot, people thought I was saying Anneagram. And so, <laughs> so a lot of times people thought I had like created this thing. So when I always say, you're a 10 on the Enneagram. I was like, I don't know if you're on the Enneagram, but on the Enneagram, you're always a 10. That's great. <laughs> That's amazing. Are people out here talking Enneagram as much as like, is that kind of an getting the LA Christian circuit? Like it's getting the Nashville Christian Not, <laughs> Not in my, actually, I don't think quite as much as that yeah. circuit, but I... Um, I have a few friends that have 
heard about it. Same like as me. I'm on my second book. Yeah, 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 yeah. To start to learn and talk about it. But more of the friends that I have talked about it don't live in Mm -hmm. Los Angeles. Right, right. A friend of mine um, messaged me this morning asking me what, because I put on that Peter Pan was a seven, Mm -hmm. because he's like known for being a seven. And they said, who's a three? And so I Googled it, and it's like very hard to find Disney characters by their Enneagram number, but it's Miss Incredible, by the way. Congratulations. Oh, she's always who I want to be. <laughs> there you go. That's it. She's I on. have, like, the, our family is the Incredibles with my yes, three kids. Yes, you are, actually. Are the same the stack and everything. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you really set it up. You are Miss Incredible. It's it. also it's Aladdin, perfect. so if you care. That's the other one because he wants Aladdin to achieve. Yeah. in on TV. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, Steve is a Latin. That's exactly yes. right. Um, are you or do you know people, is the right way I'll phrase this, who are part of Club 33 at Disneyland? This is so funny. Max, my son, was just talking to me about it this morning. Really? He was on the Disney site looking at all the mysteries of Disneyland. Yes. I was like, Mom, did you know this? Did you know this? Did you know this? Yes, I believe I know some members of yeah. the club. Have you been in there before? No. I'm I dying to get we almost rang the doorbell yesterday. Chris Pratt was doing the reading <laughs> of like the Bible story. And uh-huh. so I on Insta story, I was like, Pratt, come and be on my podcast, man. Like we've shared a ton of friends. Let's do this. And then we were like, let's ring the doorbell at Club 33 and ask for Chris Pratt and just see if he's up there. Oh my there. gosh. But we did it. But I was like, I wonder if Candace has friends or if she's been up in there. Because it's beautiful. Of, which uh, if anyone knows my circle of Celebrity friends would know who I'm talking about pretty quickly, but there's a couple of very well, big, well-known, very huge Disney fans. Disney, yes, (laughs) that I'm close friends with. Yes, there you go. (laughs) They're members. Yeah, they probably can get in there. Um, Okay, so the Enneagram thing also led me to: Do you ever will you start thinking about that with your characters now? Like, have you ever thought about what DJ Tanner's Enneagram would be or what Noelle's would be? No, I haven't. Yeah. But now I'm going to since yeah. you put that in my mind. My friend who writes novels now, every he makes sure he knows every character's oh, enneagram that's type. Really helpful. Actually. Isn't that fascinating? Because then you yeah. know some motivation. Because yes. the trick of enneagram is not it's not your behavior; it's your motivation. Yeah. So if you figure out what enneagram number of characters are, you can understand why they're doing what they're doing. Right. Versus just right. Watch what they do. There are so, so many people in my life that I just, I want to figure out You're what just typing them? Yeah. yeah that's, totally, we're not allowed to do that. No, but. I know. I know we're not. I don't ever talk about it with them. I in don't your discuss head, it. Yes, in my head. Oh, for sure. Am I not allowed to I do know. that in oh, my head? Oh, 100% you are. Okay, because I've just. I type constantly in my head. I can't figure out. Yeah. I wonder but I'm if they're nines. All of it. Yeah. Nines, if someone, what I've seen traditionally is if someone says, I read them all and I think I'm all of them, they're nine. If they say, I read them all and I don't think I'm any of them, they're four. Because fours think they're snowflakes. They're right. Like, I am literally the only one like me. You're like, you sweet. You're yeah. sweet. No, yeah. it's not true. But you believe that, so you're a four. <laughs> and guess what? There's only nine types, so there's more than one of you. You're not the only four on the planet. So Good there's, to know. There's, okay. a, there's a lead-in for your nines and your fours. Okay, got but, it. Um, yeah, so you should start. We should. I need to go watch. I'm going to watch Shoe Addicts again and see if I can figure out what Noelle is. She's driven, but she's so artistic. Just like her. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even think about it. I know. That. Well, you know, you did a really excellent job being her without <laughs> figuring out her Enneagram number. Um, what are you working on now? Do you have what comes up next? Well, really, I have a special that I just finished taping on Friday mm-hmm. that will be on Hallmark Channel. Guess what? <laughs> Hallmark Channel. I meant you guessed it. Hallmark Channel. That's what I meant to say. My brain's already slow. It's called Christmas Across America. Okay. That's going to be on December 17th. Oh my gosh, you just finished it. It's coming on this. Is it, is it yes. a movie? 
it's not a movie. It's a special, and we highlight cities that celebrate Christmas or do something amazing oh, in their nice. town or city all across America. Oh so we have, for instance, in Newport Beach, California, they do one of the best harbor light boat shows. Yeah. We do that. And then they're, you know, in Cocoa Beach, Florida, they do like, um, they shoot uh, Christmas trees out of cannons. Like oh my or gosh. there's a surfing Santa, or there's a, I yeah, think yeah, Cocoa yeah. Beach, there's a surfing Santa contest. Um, one city has, instead of Christmas trees, they do, t- I think in Arizona, they do tumbleweed trees. Oh, that's adorable. So it's just really neat things yeah. about Christmas uh, that is unique to specific cities. So we're just okay. highlighting and showing literally Christmas across America to viewers. And it might end up being a place you'll want to go visit or right. see. During Christmas, another year. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay, so you just finished that. So you'll do promo-ish kind of stuff for that coming up? I still have to do more. I, I mean, all the like editing, voiceover-y. the voiceover, and all that, yeah. everything. How, do they, <laughs> how they make your mouth match your voiceover amazes me every time. Because I'm oh, like, I don't know where. You just no. watch it that close? I am so good at it. Candace, you're so good at it. not boastful, <laughs> but I'm boasting right now. I am like so good at ADR. No kidding. Yeah. So, but every actor, I mean, you, you have to match it, but if you're bad at it, then they'll literally like Frankenstein chop, chop, chop. every yeah. word and chop it up to like move it to make it match as much as possible. But most of the times you've already said the line. Yeah. So you kind of know a rhythm in which you said it and you watch the playback and then you go ahead and say it, but I'm just extra good You're at it. You're extra good at it. I thought about that. That was one of the things I was watching for. I'm so proud. In Shoe Addicts, because I was like, there. it looks like there's not one voiceover, so but then that, I remember you doing it. The walk and talk scene? Yeah. The whole thing, the entire an insider tip. scene, it's which broke my heart, but there was like, because I, when the, when scenes are really good in my favorite, yeah. you want the original yeah. performance. But there was like a jackhammer. There was a building oh being gosh. built. And it was this massive like, ka-choom, 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 <laughs> throughout the entire yeah. scene. So none of the sound was usable on anything. Oh, so brutal. Gene and I both ADR'd that entire yeah. scene. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we and should other we'll watch too, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you still have that to do. And then, and so yeah, that's the next. And Fuller House show. is done for season four. Well, no, it airs on December fourteenth. Right, so but you're out. done but we, filming we, it. Yes, we're yeah. done filming okay. it, and it comes out then. And then um, I'll go back uh, uh, January, February, March, and I'm filming two new mystery movies in my <gasps> Aurora, Aurora Tea Garden, Garden. <laughs> mystery series. Yes, I love those so much. Those really are my favorite. They're so fun. Your hair is so cute in those. Aurora has great hair. Thanks. I mean, you always have great hair, Thank but Aurora's you. hair is always like... Yeah, Aurora in the latest one I just filmed was the best. And Insider, it's a, it's a full wig. Uh-uh. The, the newest one, which you haven't seen. No, okay. I, but people saw it on Instagram because okay. I yes, posted yes, yes. while I was yeah, filming. Yeah. But um, I actually used to dye my hair back and forth from blonde to yes. red. And now my hair is like, no, thank you. Um, we're <laughs> protesting because half of it fell out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Le- legit. Oh Last year I had a lot of hair issues. Yeah, because so. you went back and forth a lot. Yeah, oh so gosh, I stopped. Yeah. And this was the first year that I said, I'm going to wear a wig. I've never worn a full wig yeah. before. Okay. And um, it lo- I think it looks really good. Okay, good. I can't wait. And now that I said that, everyone's going to be looking and like, I want to see that lace front. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can totally tell that's a wig now. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- those those people are sweet. Yeah. We like them who notice those kind of things. When does that one come out? 
Uh, I think they're going to air three Aurora Tea Gardens in one month. So I believe oh. our month is September. Okay. And then you'll be back. I mean, you're just going to keep and then on. Hopefully, and back on building. Fuller House. Yeah. We don't have our official season five pickup, but I've yeah. already been talking to everyone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not. It's so fun as like a, a woman your age who grew up with DJ Tanner. It is so fun to see her again. Thank you. It's just I feel so the same way. yeah. I love it's just such her. a treat. It's just nice to. It is nostalgic, but also really. Um, new and good too. So thank, thank you. you for bringing her back. She yeah, was a good friend to me thanks. when I was a kid. Oh, good. So yeah. She I, cracks me up. She's DJ Tanner's kind of like, there's a lot of me obviously in her, mm-hmm. but she's a little bit like the dorkiest parts of me. Uh-huh. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I love being as corny yeah. with her yeah. as I can get away with. Yeah. And just being that mom that you love but you're yeah. you know your kids are rolling their eyes at her yeah and just you know <laughs> I love playing her I think I've told you this before but you know DJ taught me how to wear makeup thanks to DJ and Aunt Becky <laughs> lightening it up for that day at the lunch oh my table gosh, you should have Lori on oh Lori I love it let's is, do it yeah she's really I mean and I love I'll, her on I'll when calls the heart for you thank you I'll let you <laughs> I'm so thankful for Candace. She is uh, just dear. So I'm really that glad she got to be on the show with us today. She has another episode. If you want to go back and hear her and our buddy Mo Isom, they're on a show together a couple of months ago. So you can hear that. Also, make sure you follow Candace on all the social media places and tell her thanks for being on the show and Merry Christmas. And if you haven't gotten a chance to watch a shoe addicts Christmas, you totally, totally should. It's a really great one. Okay, so now we will finish up the show with hearing from Drew Powell about his thoughts on watching Let It Snow. Drew, did you or did you not accept our challenge of watching Let It Snow as your first Hallmark movie from start to finish? I did. You already know I did. I I, I always accept challenges. That's one of my fatal flaws. I will always yeah. accept the challenge. Because <laughs> you're, what's your Instagram number? I'm a seven. With the yes, seven wings. we are just a couple of sevens with the seven wings. Okay, Drew, here's what, <laughs> yep. honestly, I saw you in the office the other day and I said, the day after you watched, and I said, don't even make a face in my direction. We've not discussed this at all. We haven't discussed it at all. So Drew, yep. what did you think of Let It Snow? So here's, here's, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've actually been really stressed about this because I want all your friends to like me. Um, oh boy. Okay. But here's what I will and say. And also we're talking right after the, everyone's hearing this right after they're hearing Candace Cameron, who was in Let It Snow. Right. So I'm yes. just saying. I watched it. I know. And I will say this. I thought Candace was great. I really did. That I'm gonna I'm gonna be my I'm gonna be as honest as honest can get. I, I thought Candace was yeah, amazing. Yeah. I'm not just saying because you just had her on the show. She was really good, actually. I'm not so sure if she got a whole lot of help from the supporting cast. Okay. Um, okay. But here's here's the truest thing I can say about the Hallmark movie is I don't think I'll ever watch one again. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to say that was a straight face. I it just it's just not. But here's it's what I will your, say. It's I, just not your your vibe. Mm, no, it was it was bad for all the reasons I expected it to be bad. But I will say this. Oh, okay. But after I watched it, I get it. Okay. It's not that I don't get it. I totally get it because here's the deal. It's it's light. It's predictable. You know things are going to work out. Like it's a total escape from reality. Like I'm not stressed at all watching a Hallmark movie. Yeah, yeah. You don't really watch it for the quality or the plot line. Like that's not why you go into a relationship with a Hallmark movie, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're wholesome. 
like Christmas specifically, it's like Christmas is the one time where you can be a little cheesy and get away with it because yeah. Yeah. it's nostalgia, there's tradition and all that thing. And it's funny because I'm watching the show and this is the same night that you gave me the challenge. I went and watched the show. Jamie, my wife, wasn't home. My kids were there. I was about to say because I texted your <laughs> wife and said, will you record this on the DVR? <laughs> Yeah, she did. So my my oldest daughter, Grace, she's 14. She busts in the room and thought she'd caught me. Like she was like busted. You're watching a Hallmark movie. Like you do like him after all. And so I just started explaining to her like, no, Annie gave us this challenge. I started to explain to her. She said, she said, well, dad, yeah, exactly. (laughs) She said, dad, you know, it's the only dependable thing in the world because you always know what's going to happen. And I was like, mm. I wrote that down. I was like, that's actually profound. Like that is why people love Hallmark movies is because right. I think, and this is getting deep, but in a world where there's so much things that are not predictable that we can't control for an hour and a half or two hours or however felt like 10, you sit down and watch a Hallmark movie, <laughs> you know, a hundred minutes, <laughs> the world is all right again. Like it's, it's yeah. good again. Right. Yeah. So like, I'll never watch one again, but I, I do get why people would like it. The storyline is that Candace Cameron Bure, yep. she's a very driven executive. She's a driven executive. She's the daughter of a very, very driven type eight, Enneagram eight yes. executive guy. Alan, Alan Thicke. Thicke, rest in peace. Yep. Yep. Alan and Thicke. she leaves her home to go to Falcons Resort, yeah. which you know I was about because of the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. No, because Falcons Resort buys the Snow Valley Lodge and she works right. for Falcons Resort. And her whole job is she's going to go and they're going to tear the whole thing down and start yeah. all over again and rebuild it. And of yeah. course, the first guy in the scene splashes mud on her. And you know, okay, there's oh. the guy. Obviously, is it's it going to be the guy. His name is Jesse Hutch in real life, but he's mm. Brady Lewis. I mean, he's such a Brady, isn't he? <laughs> Don't yeah. you think? I was like, they named him perfectly. But here's the thing. Every, whether it's the name Brady or like every – I started playing a game of can I predict what happens next, and I was I was 10 for 10, 100%. Uh, really? Always. Even Alan Thicke coming in at the end – by the way, this is a spoiler alert. Him coming in the end during the other dad's speech – you know, yeah. a long story. But anyway, dad's going to speech at the end. You know, you're getting towards the end. They're falling in love. They're going to stay there. They're going to run this resort together. She just had this Man, really pivotal you moment. all that already. I know. But what I knew is I said, right now, the dad, the other dad that she's like has a broken relationship with is going to walk in. He's going to come in. He's uh-huh. going to interrupt the speech. Oh, wow. And he's going to be Santa because that was part of their deal. And I called it. And literally within five seconds, he walks in. <laughs> <laughs> I call it, but I'm like, but that's why people love it. Like, cause they can expect uh-huh. it and it's going to make you feel good. And like, I'll be honest with you. I didn't hate it as much as I thought it was. I just have no reason to ever watch one again, but I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm going to be way less judgy from here on out. People want like, just let people have their two hours of peace and joy and nostalgia and good feelings. The world's too hard. Okay. You know, uh, oh. the world <laughs> is just too week, tough. <laughs> I, might, I actually, after this week, I need a Hallmark movie in my life. Yeah, right. Well, lucky for you, we're actually all watching one together on the 22nd, on that Saturday night. So who's we're you all, can like put ever, drama up. Who's that? All the listeners. We're all listen, We're all watching one together. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah we're going to watch it together on Saturday night, the 22nd. We're watching the premiere one that comes on at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. So you and Grace, idea. Jamie, I know. So y'all could just jump in. Are you going to like Facebook live it or something like you? Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it live on the internet. We're going to talk to people on Twitter and Instagram and all the things. We're going to watch it all together. Brilliant. That sounds fun. Thank you. Oh, you would. So overall give, I I need two scores here. Okay. The first score is 
for what you thought a Hallmark movie was, give it a grade, A through F, what you thought the Hallmark movie was going to be and where it, like, for a Hallmark movie, where did Let It Snow rank? From what I expected? Yeah, yeah. Like, where did Let It Snow rank on as far as what you expected? It was an A plus as far as nailing exactly what I thought it was going to be. Nothing surprised me about what I thought. Well, I don't know what your second question is. Go go ahead and ask it. Okay, the second question is... This is your show, not mine. Go ahead. In the world of movies. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Where where does Hallmark movies rank to you as a Drew? This is not even as a male, because there are a lot of males who like it. Yeah, of course. I mean, you say you may never watch one again just because it's not really your type. No, I don't think I said that. I said I definitely won't ever watch one again. (laughs) Just to be clear. (laughs) <laughs> um it wasn't a may okay. never it's a yeah, i won't ever um okay but let it snow was a good one yeah to watch if you're gonna watch one in your life right and candace is great i mean i remember her i mean just she did great and i'm not just saying that because you guys are buddies like i i did she was the one kind of redeeming part of it for me i enjoyed any time she was on the screen like i thought she did a really good job and she but, was like your friend in elementary school because she was DJ Tanner for all of us. Exactly. And you just, you always wonder what happened to DJ Tanner. She grew up and now she's a businesswoman. And I just merged those two shows together in my mind. Oh, you just kind of made her. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. This is grown up DJ. But, but yeah, And basically. now her dad is Mike Seaver. Mm-hmm. From, Mike Seaver from, mm. what show was he on? It was a family time, yes. right? No. Um, no. Uh, um, I'm all confused. Oh, come on. Full house. Yeah. Bob Saget. <laughs> she was on. She, well done. Just full circle. Well done. Oh, well, man. Drew, I can't do anything but celebrate you for being a man of your word. Well done. Two hours with Let It Snow. I tried. I wanted to make you proud. You did. You made everyone's very proud of you for listening. And we appreciate your commitment to the craft of yeah. being a podcast guest. Next time you come on, what would you actually like to talk about? I think I'm good just with this one. <laughs> Oh, this is perfect. I think I've peaked. Yeah, yeah. This says to people that literally your love for this podcast is equal. It's absolutely equal (laughs) to your love for Hallmark Christmas. I never miss an episode, Annie. You know that. Yeah. That's because you miss them all. So you never miss a episode. I just want to be the third person on the show just making random and mildly inappropriate remarks on any show you have. Super. Okay. We'll note that for next time. Okay, Okay. Well done. All right. Anything else you need to say about Let It Snow that we forgot? No, I just will say I appreciate you giving me the opportunity experience. I'm way less judgy about people. I want to reiterate so not everyone hates me, although I will never watch one. I get it. I don't judge you if you want to watch one. I understand why you would. And everyone just live their dreams. (laughs) Be blessed. Go with God. (laughs) Absolutely. Do you. You flourish. And finally, to end this Hallmark show, a Mad Lib from Jamie, Jen, and I. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) This is how we are starting this segment. We just got a text message. All three of us, our phones lit up at the exact same second as we went to start our Mad Lib about Hallmark. And Jen, what does this text say? Ashley just said. This is Ashley Eicher, my roommate, friend, dear friend of ours. Who notoriously hasn't liked Hallmark That's right. movies yes. in the past. That's right. She's, she has been she's judgy. She's making a turn this year. Yeah, really. I just ugly cried to Christmas with a view on Netflix. I hope you all are proud of yourselves. With the, <laughs> And then an eye roll emoji. 
Anna crying. <laughs> yes, <laughing>. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Okay, great. So let's finish up this year's Hallmark Christmas movie podcast with a Mad Lib. We're ready. Okay. Give me a verb ending in ing. Dancing. Okay. A female 90s sitcom star. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Okay. Well, for sure. Yeah, that's in honor of Drew. Okay. A kitchen utensil. Spatula. A farm animal. Cow. A body part. Elbow. Uh, a place. Austin, Texas. A number. Eight. Another verb ending in ing. Running. Okay. We're getting really good at this. Are you proud of us? An animal. Cow. Oh, we already said cow. Yeah. I did that to myself. A uh, giraffe. Okay. <laughs> this is getting um, international. Um, <laughs> articles of clothing. Multiple? Sweater. So like shirts or oh, sweater. Sweaters. Okay. A food. Uh, spinach. A single article of clothing. Sock. Oh, interesting that she went for a plural article of clothing, but only given us one of them. Um, a country. Scotland. Oh, she had done sand. What's the one from San, San. Sonora? <laughs> <laughs> a color. Blue. Another verb ending in ing. Caring. Uh, a former TV sitcom dad. Mike Seaver, right? Wasn't he a dad? In mm-hmm. that, yeah. In that uh, I Thicke? need his real name, so that's Alan Thick. Oh, yeah, okay. Alan Thick. Another place. The beach. Um, a number? 14. A drink. Coke Icy. Yes, girl. Preach. Preach that gospel. A chore. Sweeping. Okay. An exclamation. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Jen. Uh, Nailed it. Another kitchen utensil. An air fryer. And a verb, present tense. Sing. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so to finish <laughs> to finish our episode today, and we will link to this um, Mad Lib so people can do it at their own time as well. So our movie is called Dancing for Christmas. Our movie's beautiful leading lady, Holly, is portrayed by Tiffany Amber Thiessen. She is an up-and-coming executive at a Manhattan company that sells Christmas spatulas. <laughs> Shortly before the holiday, there is a crisis involving customers in a rural town of Cow Elbow. Oh, God. The company's boss chooses Holly instead of her workplace rival, Ivy, to solve the problem before Christmas Eve. Holly and Ivy. Brilliant. She is elated to get this opportunity, but disappointed she must skip her vacation in Austin, Texas with her fiancé. He is a vice president at their company and has been engaged to Holly for eight years. At first glance... That is like significantly (laughs) too long to be engaged if you're both adults. Yeah, pass on that. At first glance, he seems perfect for her, but Holly tells a workplace confidant she has doubts about running him because he hates Christmas, her favorite holiday. Duty-bound, our heroine rushes to a small town, arriving during the annual Christmas parade, which features Santa and his trusty red-nosed giraffe, Rudolph. (laughs) (laughs) That was too easy. That was a low low one. In her haste to get to the town, however, Holly forgot to pack extra sweaters. What she's wearing is ruined when two parade spectators spill spinach on her as she bumps into a handsome man wearing the most festive sock she's ever seen. Wow. The most festive sock. Singular. Just singular one. Okay. Um, Holly and the small town hunk, portrayed by an unknown actor from Scotland, have undeniable romantic chemistry. I mean, with a Scottish guy, duh. Duh. (laughs) She can't stop gazing into his blue eyes. Also, he loves Christmas. Although tempted, she resists acting on her feelings because she is engaged. While disappointed, the hunk helps Holly solve the crisis, which is accompanied by carrying the Santa parade 
who is also the mayor and portrayed by Alan Thicke. <gasps> what? Together, they discover her fiancé has hatched a plot to seize control of the company. Heroin Holly phones him and discovers he's at a vacation, oh, a vacation resort in a far-off beach with the office rival Ivy. Ooh. Angered and hurt, Gosh. she calls off the engagement. Yeah. Well, eight years. Eight years. Eight years. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got a couple problems, <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen slash Holly. It's been eight years, yeah. sister. Andy's cheating on you. You should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> P.S. I hate to spoil this, but he ain't staying with you for eight years because you're the only girl. Yeah. When he starts to argue, the resort's wait staff accidentally drops 14 gallons of Coke Icy on the cad and his secret girlfriend. Got it. Now it's Christmas Eve, and at last, our leading lady has new clothes. It's time for her to return to work in the big city where she's getting a promotion. She will be the new vice president in charge of sweeping. Yeah, well, sure. She bids farewell <laughs> to her new small town friends. Wow, she says, this is harder than I expected. Then the small town hunk asks her to stay and marry him. Perhaps they can start their own company selling air fryers to the locals. <laughs> <laughs> As snow begins to fall and Christmas church bells rings, she says yes and sings him on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> sings him right on the lips. Man, sing him on the lips. Yeah, that's listen, a great way to end the holiday season. Last year you told us we were allowed to kiss any stranger we wanted to in an elevator. And now, and now I'm going to say, sing them on the lips. <laughs> Friends, another great episode, another great bit XOXO, of wisdom. So, Jamie, Annie's weird friend. <laughs> sing them on the lips and have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, friends, for joining us on this show today about the Hallmark Christmas movies with Candace Cameron Bure, Jen, Jess, and my buddy Drew. I hope you enjoyed it. Go out there and do something that sounds fun to you, and we will see you on Thursday talking all about how we stay connected in this busy, busy holiday season. Not get stretched too thin by the author of that book, Jessica Turner. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Merry Christmas.